0: and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. As always, I'm joined by our sponsor, Blueprint MCAT, and one of their amazing live online instructors. If you haven't gone over to Blueprint MCAT yet and signed up for their free account, what are you waiting for? Go sign up, get access to a half-length diagnostic, a free full-length exam, and much more. Again, that's BlueprintMCAT.com. Today, we're jumping into tricky MCAT questions. How do you tackle those ones? Because those are the ones that seem to get everyone. Mira, welcome back to the MCAT podcast. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: I'm excited to chat with you. Uh Today, I want to talk about something that I think affects a lot of students. And that is a situation where they're feeling super confident. They just read a passage and they're like, oh my gosh, this passage was so easy. I understood. Let's say it's a car's passage. They're like, I understood the author's tone and intent. And I knew every single word. I didn't have any questions. And
1: idea and I know it.
0: I know it all. I know it all. And then, <laughs> and then like a deer stuck in headlights, they get to the, qu- the questions and every single question looks like it's in a foreign language and they have no idea what is being asked. What is a student to do?
1: Oh my goodness. Give up. Isn't that the question? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I think that that situation happens so often with the MCAT and it can be scary when it does. So the most important thing to do in that situation is honestly to not freak out. Just taking a second to be like, okay, I got this. Take a breath and then answer the question. That can help so much in just recentering and refocusing yourself and knowing that you will be able to answer this question. Um, The MCAT was written so that you would be able to answer the questions. Um, But sometimes interpreting what the questions mean might take extra long and that can be a little bit scary. My best tip for questions that don't make or that seem to not make a lot of sense is that a lot of students use the highlighter to highlight the passage. You can also use the highlighter to highlight the question stem as well. Sometimes they're super long. They're like six lines long. The question itself that it's asking is three lines and you're like, what is the important information here? You can just highlight to be like keywords, three key phrases that you need to pay attention to.
0: Yeah. So the highlight, the highlight and strikeout tools work in the questions, uh, and answers as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you find something that you find irrelevant, not important in the question stem, strike it out. It can be gone and that can help so much. in just kind of color coding, seeing where everything's at and, um, understanding what you actually need to pay attention to.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. Now what?
1: Now what question <laughs> of the century? Um, Once you're done striking through things, highlighting things, the next thing, translate the question into an ask. So what is it actually asking you to do? Is it asking for the main idea? Is it asking for the author opinion? Sometimes questions are like written in a super convoluted way, but by taking a second to simplify it, make it kind of like one of my favorite Reddit subreddits is like explain like I'm five. Pretend like you're one of the people on the subreddit and you have to explain the question um, like the audience is five years old. Simplify it down so that it's a really clear, simple and direct ask. It can take a second, um, especially if this is a new skill that you're just starting to practice. But by getting used to rephrasing questions in a way that makes sense to you can be the key to understanding what they're actually looking for. Okay. All right. So questions done. Yeah. Now. Next battle, the answer choices. <laughs> the answer choices.
0: They can be just as confusing.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, just as confusing, if not worse than the question. Mm-hmm. Um, same deal that you can do as well. You can strike through. You can highlight. Um, you can mark up the answer choices as much as able to do when you're taking the MCAT so that you're able to kind of understand what these answer choices are saying. It's the same deal with rephrasing it. Mm-hmm. Make it a lot more simple so that when the answer choice um, is confusing at the start. You're able to translate it into a direct answer. Oftentimes, with answer choices, especially in cars, you'll notice a couple of things about them. Um, for a car's qu- or for a car's answer to be correct, it needs to be correct for two reasons. One, it actually answers the question, and this is where the rephrase comes really in handy. So, you've rephrased the question. You've rephrased the answer. Does it actually match up? Does the answer choice actually answer the question that's being posed? And oftentimes you can knock out tons of answers just by being like, this is irrelevant. This doesn't make any sense. Gone. Um, The second thing is it has to make sense in the context of the passage for cars, or in terms of science, it has to make sense scientifically. Um, And rephrasing can also help here just to make sure that the actual content being shared is true to what you know in terms of like biology or in terms of the car's passes that you just read. So doing those two checks can make a convoluted answer choice just seems so much more simple and that you can be a lot more confident when striking it out that you have a reason behind knocking out an answer option. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What happens if they go go through this, right? I, I know the passage, I understand it. Um, I, I get to the questions. Okay, I'm using your method of strike through and highlight, and I, I understand the question now. But the answer choices are still a little confusing. I've looked through them all. I'm not super secure in where I'm going with my answer. When do you recommend someone either a just pick an answer and move on because you're not marked off for wrong answers right on the mcat i think that's a big fear that students have is if i pick the wrong answer i'm going to get marked down for it you're not marked off for those uh, so just marking something and moving on um be flagging it to come back to for later uh, or three just trying to go with their gut and, and pick one.
1: one oh that's a great question and oftentimes it's a, it's a game time decision about what you're going <laughs> to do. Are you going to flag it? Are you not going to flag it? Scary. Um, but so if you do the math in terms of how long every question should take you for the MCAT sections, oftentimes it'll lead you to somewhere around one to one and a half minutes per question. That's really fast. So if you look at a question and it's not making a lot of sense and you know that given the one and a half minute time frame, you will not be able to answer it, you can flag it so that if you have time left at the end of the section, you can hop back and finish it and give it the time that the question needs for you to get it right. However, if you look at a question and you're like, there's absolutely no chance that I can get this question right, no matter how much time I'm given in the world, at that point, you don't need to flag it, just guess an answer, go with your gut feeling, and then move on. Um, my favorite tip to give students at this point is pick a favorite letter of the alphabet. You have four options, A, B, C, or D, Uh, and then just go with your favorite. There was this really interesting, um, I think it was either a study or some sort of story that I read that was like, if you're going through a multiple choice test, Mm -hmm. this was not tested on the MCAT, but a random multiple choice test, and you stuck with one answer the entire time. So like C, 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 D, 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 D. Um, you were more likely to get questions right than if you just randomly went like ABCD, which I thought was kind of
0: cool. Yeah. I'm sure there's a statistical model that proves that, right? It's, it's like the, the model of um, the, the math behind, right? If, if there's a prize behind one of the doors and it's three doors and yes. you, and you pick one and it's not behind that door, um, like, a lot of people will go, oh, I'm going to change my answer when ideally you shouldn't change your answer. I, I forget exactly what the math is, but people think, oh, now my my chance is 50-50 when in reality it's like 66%, whatever it is, right? There, there's some statistical model to prove why you shouldn't change the door or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. I'm sure there's some sort of ma- mathematical model that, that proves just pick one thing and you're probably more likely to get it right um during the test right this is this is where kind of stress you you said game time decision right but students are very stressed in this situation as you know you've been through it as a, a second year medical student now um, it's it's really hard to think super logical in the heat of the moment do you think that potentially ideally students should have that game plan going into the game and not a per question game plan like game time decision. It's like, okay, I know that if I'm stuck, I'm going to do X and I'm just going to stick with that throughout the test. Do you recommend that? Or is it, is it really like you, you have to do a question by question, by passes section by section.
1: You can definitely do like a, a preset plan. So, um, kind of deciding what you're going to do if you tackle a question or you see a question that you don't know how to tackle. Um, the My best strategy that I see works for, uh, well, it worked for me personally, so maybe that's why I'm biased, uh, is that if I saw a question and I gave it a minute and a half and I still wasn't able to answer it, at that point, I would flag it and move on. So that was my time check, 90 seconds, and I was on to the next question for sure. Um, this can help just because it's a, a very objective time point when you're done, um, at the, and then after that time point, you know exactly what you're going to do if you can't answer a question. It can help a ton to reduce the stress, just having a set plan before you dive into things.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, any other suggestions for students kind of, again, in the heat of the moment, trying to figure out... Uh, what do I need to do with, with this question? Just just any other words of encouragement for them to understand what to do or that it's okay if they don't know something, right? Sometimes it's even just a, a little bit of uh, of grace of like, it's okay. Like you don't have to know everything and you're going to miss questions and that's okay.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. There are plenty of very successful medical students who make mistakes on the MCAT. I think <laughs> Almost all of us, yes. if not all of us, are going to do that. Um, so it's okay to get a couple questions wrong. That is completely normal. Um, but another thing is, I think a lot of people underestimate the value that taking a small break as you were taking the exam and the effect that that can have on your stress levels. sometimes seeing a question being like, bro, what does, what does this say? Bro. And then
0: <laughs> literally, your you're in the eyes, test center going, bro. What's up with this?
1: (laughs) Everyone's looking at you going, (laughs) shh. (laughs) But after you said your piece, after you said your bro, uh, you can... Internally. Say it internally. (laughs) uh, Close your eyes, wait a couple seconds, and then reopen them and restart the exam. It is totally okay to take micro breaks like that. It's not going to take too, too much time from your time spent actually taking the exam and going through the questions. And it can help a ton to just reset your brain. So you got this? Take mental breaks. You're going to crush it.
0: All right. there you have it. Tricky MCAT questions, how to conquer them. Hopefully this was a great episode for you. Teach you something, help you learn something. Hope you have a wonderful week. Don't forget to check out blueprintmcat.com. Sign up for their free account and get access to lots of free resources, which I love. I love to give students free resources. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast.
1: This is MedEd Media.